Welcome to the Space of the Waste, featuring host Melody Edmondson. Do you struggle with the right look to complement your body shape? Have you tried so many different looks and styles only to be disappointed time and again? You've landed on the right program. We'll show you how to make the right style work in your favor. Now, here is Melody Edmondson. Today, we have Sheila O'Connor Rickle on our show, and I am your host, Melody Edmondson. Welcome to the Space of the Ways. Thank you for tuning, tuning in to the variety channel of Voice America. We are translating in 140 languages and about 160 countries. And we certainly hope everybody gets to tune in to today because we're talking about makeup and color tones and colors that are great on your skin tone in terms of fashion and clothing. So let me introduce Sheila. Sheila and I were blessed with going to college together, uh, pledging the same sorority. And I was your typical bleached blonde with tons of makeup and makeup, makeup for days. And back then my, my mother didn't like anything golden in my highlights. So I was very ashy and platinum, almost a platinum blonde. That was the trend in the seventies and 1970, 71, 72, 73. Then eventually, I think it was in 1972, I started uh, reverse frosting my hair, adding back in the kind of, uh, ashy brown that my hair was. And uh, it wasn't until I moved to New York City that Frederick Fakai informed me that because my skin tone had some golden in it and that my hair went through such a red stage and such a bright yellow stage when he was lightening up that I very well could have even almost been a redhead. So Joy, I might have been a redhead. That's my cousin Joy, who's the only redhead in the family. But anyway, uh, he told me I should go to uh, caramel and a pale washed out butter blonde, kind of like your back wall looks in the room you're in from where I'm sitting. <laughs> but anyway, I changed my hair color then in New York and kept it that way for a long time. Uh, now I'm experimenting now with uh, going back into the ashy colors. Uh, but then after listening to Sheila and all of her information, I find out I'm really kind of uh, neutral. I'm kind of between the warm and the cool because my hair still does have ash and, and warmth. Uh, no, and if I color it one way or the other, I can just like tune up my makeup a little bit, but there will be neutrals out there, but I still feel I'm a warm coloring because of my green eyes and the yellow in my skin and all the colors I like to wear are really the fall autumn -y kind of colors. So that's what I always feel look the best on me because of my skin tone, but we have the expert here today, so I will be quiet. And Sheila, tell them about you a little bit, because I know you went into buying and merchandising. Uh, I know after I left Hartsville's, you went to Hartsville's and took my place and did a beautiful job. So I talk to us about unique 
and your journey to getting into makeup. Thank you so much. Welcome. Welcome all of your listeners and Melody. Thank you for inviting me to come to the show today and talk about color. Yes. And I think I forgot to bring up because we talked about it before we went on the air, but Sheila was who we referred to as Rebecca from Sunnybrook Farm, because when she joined the sorority, she was just so natural. She had the natural blonde hair with natural highlights. She didn't wear a drop of makeup. She had the most beautiful features, bright blue eyes, big full lips, darling nose. She was like Miss Perfection. And now she's in makeup. So it's like, wow, what a change. And it's so exciting to me because I think you know, uh, you go through your life one way and then you change it up. It's so much fun. So back to Sheila. I won't interrupt you as often. That's okay. Uh, It's just a pleasure to come and talk about color in a variety of ways. I know we're going to get two or three different topics on color, but my thought was color, glorious color. It's transformative. Yes. So we're going to have so much fun talking about that. And I'm uh, so glad to be here and and chatting with you and your your whole audience on color. But yes, um, I love that we go way back to college days, as you said, and um, I appreciate your compliments. I just thought of myself as barefaced, plain, uh, didn't know anything, so didn't do anything kind of a gal back then. You are not plain. (laughs) You are more the one uh, that I looked up to for all of your skills and knowledge that you had. Even back, I remember we were sweet mates at one point, but but that's okay. That's okay. We each did our thing. And I did continue on actually for several decades with that plain face. (laughs) And it wasn't until I was in my early 60s. This is just as far as the makeup part goes that I began to look at my face more closely and think, you know, I, it really is starting to have a look that it, I would prefer that the skin tone be more evened out. There's some ruddiness. I, I was ready to make some changes finally okay. to go from only mascara, sometimes blush, sometimes lip gloss. That's all it was until then. But I was scared. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. No idea what to do. And then when I heard about the company Unique, the, my, one of my reasons for joining, besides the mascara at the time, was so that I could learn. I thought there are going to be women in this company that I can learn some things about as far as makeup application and how to find my proper skin tone and Uh, how to apply it and the tips and tricks and that kind of thing. And that's been over eight years ago now. Wow. I'm so happy I made the decision because as you referred to, I, I learned those things and I was scared in the beginning to try to have fun with the color and experiment. Yeah. An experiment. I, I literally was too afraid to in my own bathroom by myself to try highlighting and contouring too afraid. But that changed oh, because great. we step out of our comfort zone sometimes. And, mm-hmm. it's and exciting, I, very and exciting. I'm glad I did. And it is exciting. 
And now I just love it, not only for myself, but because now I get to help other women who were in the same position I was. And now I can turn that around and I get to assist them in um, discovering if they're a cool tone or warm tone and what foundation shade will be great for them. And then they feel more confident. And when they feel that they look, they look better, they feel better, act more confident. And, and that's a service that I absolutely, it's a service and you making, you are making uh, women more empowered and feeling better about themselves, giving them such confidence. I find the same thing with clothing, just a small thing, like knowing they're short-waisted or long-waisted and what to wear best. I cannot believe the transformation I've found in people they just feel better about themselves and better about their size or their height uh, or their, uh, you know, their waist, not getting that they're short waisted, but tall and lean and can't figure out why when they put on classic clothing, they don't fit them properly. So it is bringing other people to another level and mostly into more self-love more empowerment, more confident, and then they can go about their lives serving and giving to others in their capacities, in their careers, feeling much more confident about it and just feeling more comfortable in their own skin. Yes. Yes. Don't you think? That's yeah. the way we can help when we can. So it's, it's, um, it's assisting them in finding their best features, whether it's their waistline or their face shape. And then once they put in that initial amount of time in discovering that, uh, and we can help them make that be fun and playful. And while you said validating them and giving them confidence, then they have that forever. They that's have right. That forever. That's so right. It's, that's a gift. Yeah, so. it really is. We were talking about skin tone and uh, whatnot before, um, whether it's undertone, uh, the I read a little bit about your undertone gets its uh, color from keratin and hemoglobin and melatonin, and it gives you a value of warm or cool or neutral and a certain intensity. And if you're both warm and cool, you could be a neutral. And then I read a little bit. My one of my friends says, "Oh, well, you know, your eye patterns can tell you what your skin tone is." I'm going, "What?" That bowl, you know, I didn't believe that at all. But then I watched the YouTube video three times, much to John's dismay, because he had gotten home from golf and was ready for his nap and shower. But there I was watching YouTube on the TV set so he couldn't turn into the golf tournament. But I found out, you know, there's something to that with the patterns and the sunbursts and the clouds and the specks and these dashes. But I go back to my skin tone has that yellow in it. And I have green eyes with golden specks. And so I know I'm warm. Uh, and even when I did the eye test with, I'll let you talk about what that is. But I found that, yep, I'm kind of a warm. With my eyes, I'm warm. With my skin, I'm warm. And with the eye color, I'm warm. And with the colors I wear in clothing, I'm warm. But then I've got that ash hair, you know? And the ash hair does have, according to everybody, some warmth in it. 
especially when you start to bleach it out to make highlights, it goes through a very red, red, then gold, gold, yellow, 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 before it finally gets to a white tone to tone or not tone. But I, I guess I'm a neutral because I, because of my hair, but I know that Color Me Beautiful tends to pay more attention to your hair color than some of the other people. But let's hear what you have to say about, about uh, either of those and both of those. And I'll just listen to you. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think it's interesting, too. I was intrigued when I heard about finding your undertone by looking at the eye. And it's been interesting to listen to various um, perspectives on that. But, but essentially, it breaks it down into warm, cool, and the possibility of neutral. And as you referred to, you're looking for patterns in someone's eye, pupil, and, or, and iris, of course. And for warm, um, I'll just give a general overview and then my take on it. <laughs> but for warm, you're looking for starburst around the pupil, speckling in the iris, or a halo circular around the pupil compared to cool elements that you're looking for or patterns would be a wheel from the pupil to the outer edge, flowering in the iris or smoky cloudy. And, or neutral, of course, you would find a mix. You would have something from cool and something from warm like you referred to. So yeah. for me, if people want to go that route and really be able to learn the difference between all those different patterns and commit to that, I, I say, go ahead. Mm -hmm. But for me personally, didn't change. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know that I would use that only to determine someone's undertone. Yeah. I, I would just factor that in with the mix. I, I don't mm -hmm. want to have to memorize for me. It was too challenging to try and memorize the difference between halo and wheel or this or that it was a little bit too and much flowering I found flowering difficult oh. to me it was just a spot in the eye that was all by itself without any you know just kind of a a, a blob in your eye somewhere and then that gets confusing with cloudy exactly so for those reasons I think we're in agreement on that however I took a few I took away a few points that I thought are valid and good to look for yeah so I will say for instance if someone has a blue eye but they have a bit of yellow speckling mm -hmm. then even though blue generally is considered cool but they have that yellow speckling or circle around the pupil then there's that warmth and again you kind of referred to that so so then that person might realize that they can have a little bit more fun being sort of a chameleon. Maybe they're more neutral. Maybe they can look at warm and cool colors if they're mm -hmm. seeing that in their eye. Yeah. Um, and then also the flowering part in the iris where it actually gets a little blurry there in the iris. Um, so that that's a more dusty appearance. Their eye isn't quite as bright or clear. Right. Well, that might be an indication for them that they can wear the more subtle or muted colors better. 
So that might be a cue for them to try checking out those colors. Mm -hmm. So breaking that off into a broader things to consider when looking at the eye, I'm fine with that part. Yeah. Yeah. And what about with the whole color me beautiful, that whole winter, spring, summer, fall, when I was young, I didn't like it because first of all, I just wanted to sell clothes. So I didn't want people, people would come in with their color card and I go, oh, shucks. <laughs> oh, shucky do. She's got her dang old color, got her dang old color card. And I really didn't like it, but it really was because I hadn't studied it. I didn't really know about it. And I also did see people a little bit differently. Like I did take, when I look back, I remember there was a woman who came in saying she was a spring, but she had auburn hair. She had a kind of light, uh, I want to say, what is that tone like penny is uh, when you're a little bit darker? What do you call that darker tone? Uh, olive. 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 Okay. Kind of a light, a light olive, like my sister Penny. And she had uh, auburn hair and green eyes. And to me, she was an autumn. There was just no, I put her in gold and rust and dusty blue. And she goes, oh, this is not what they told me at all. And I said, well, do what you want, but this is how I think you look beautiful. To me, you're, if you call this an autumn, then this is an autumn. But this is what I would put you in. You look beautiful in olive green. You look lovely in rust. You look great in, in this more, I don't want to say cadet, but more of a dusty kind of a blue rather than a, than a baby blue or a bright blue or a misty blue. Uh-uh. And I liked her in teal, like a kind of a dark teal. But anyway, not, I know that Color Me Beautiful does great things and people love it. And I think if you're true, true, true one of those, and I know they've divvied it up a little bit. So to make more than four. Yeah. So let me let you continue. <laughs> okay. I, from, from the reading and research that I did, um, that's exactly what they've done. They've divvied it up a little more. So and actually, I think it's a good thing, and I'm in I'm in agreement with it. Um, I'll, I'll say back in the day, and this was during a time when you and I weren't as connected because we were connected in college, as we've said, um, but then we weren't for quite a while until you, thankfully, reconnected all of us with an event. But even but before that time, back in the back in the '90s, I'll say I was I was a rep for a clothing line that was the mix and match knitwear line. And we taught ladies how to take five or six pieces, mix and match um, their colors and work those to their best hat set and be able to wear those six pieces all weekend, that kind of thing. So I spent a lot of time draping women in the the fabrics, drape them in the fabrics. And um, we had quite a variety in the fabrics within the four seasons. And, and it really takes some training for your eye to get used to doing that with ladies. But again, when once it's done, then, it, then it's very helpful. But you back bet. in the day when that started, we looked at warm, cool, and we looked at light to dark. And so now when we're talking about the 12 seasons. Yes, because that's um, what Color Me Beautiful has gone to 12, right? Yes. Okay. 
So, uh, and, and even broader than Color Me Beautiful. I'm kind of glad to see it come back because yeah. the, the added value now that we're considering more is hue. And right. that, the saturation of the color, are you looking better in bright colors or the more pastel or muted colors? And personally, I think that's huge. Yes, I, I do huge. too. Like Someone you can wear any color, just what hue of red, what hue of pink, what hue of blue, not just, I can't wear pink. No, you can wear pink, but let me tell you which hue you can wear. And it might be coral, but exactly. you know, uh, exactly. you can wear just about any color. It just depends on the hue. You hit on something very important there, Sheila. Yes, yes. And so I... Again, just taking that time, let it be fun. Go into your own closet is what I would recommend to ladies and just take a broad look. What color pops out to you in your closet? What are your favorite pieces to wear? You know, pull those colors out, you know, look at them with a different eye, put them, look in the mirror, have them up next to your face and, um, and check out what, what colors uh, make you kind of come, make your skin kind of come alive, make you look healthier, um, make your skin look brighter compared to looking dull or washed out. Uh, for instance, uh, even before I knew very much about color, I knew that pastels weren't good for me. I've never been able to wear the pastel hue. It's not enough saturation for me. Mm -hmm. And me just neither. Like the the muted or dusty colors are not, you know, I just like the brighter colors. That's why I wore this shirt today. I know your viewers can't see it, but it's fabulous. <laughs> it's lots of different bright colors and it makes me feel more confident. So even coming on here, speaking in the podcast, I wanted to feel confident. So That's I right. the colors that I know help me feel that way. Mm -hmm. so, and don't you have blue eyes, baby blue eyes, like yes. really, really brilliant blue eyes. Yes. Yeah. Kind of a medium, brighter blue eye. Yes. yes. Well, so, why don't we, course, well, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so when, so in my closet, I wear a lot of, I have a, well, another tip, I'll say just yeah. a quick one in organizing the closet. Yeah. I do it by color sections. Okay. I have my, my lighter colors, more the yellows, and then you can pick how you want it, but the pinks and corals and reds, the blues, the turquoise, the greens, on down then into the browns or grays or blacks all across in, in your closet, hang them that way. And Gosh, it just, I've organized my closet that way for years and helped others organize their closets that way. Wonderful. And, um, you know, it just makes it fun and it really helps, helps you to coordinate things as yeah, well. And there may be colors in there you need to pitch out and just get, exactly. that's not your color. No wonder I always look sick when I wear that. Just get rid of it and make sure that's you have enough tip. of the colors that look great on you. If there's a dress or a shirt you're always going to and everyone compliments you when you wear it, maybe you need more of that color and less of something else. I know Absolutely. people have told me, cause I'm such a black uh, person. I like to wear black all the time. And there are lots of ladies that I work with that they tell me, I don't look good in black. I look good in navy or brown or dark gray, but I don't wear black, you know? So for that little black dress, for them, it might be a little navy dress or a little burgundy dress or a little uh, chocolate brown dress or a little 
gray dress. It could even be a medium gray dress or a medium blue, not so navy, but something in between navy and black, you know? So I've learned that as well. So tell me a little bit more uh, what you know, because we're, unfortunately, the time is clicking away and we only have about 25 minutes left, believe it or not. I'd like you to tell us a little bit about Unique and your experience there and the colors that you're showing for spring and summer. And then if we have time, we'll go back to the colors that look good against uh, your skin tone with, and with the makeup that you've suggested with Unique, uh, we'll be able to pull it all together. <laughs> okay, very good, thank you. I always appreciate and love the opportunity to talk about Unique. Um, let me just, talk a little bit about the company first. And again, yeah. another reason that I was drawn to it a little over eight years ago, back in November of 13, in fact, um, is the, the mission statement that the company has. And that is to uplift, validate, and empower uh, women around the world with the purpose of their, their um, self-esteem growing. Yeah. And um, that's very appealing to me, as well as the fact that, uh, and you're going to understand this as a businesswoman, the company has always been debt-free. I had been with companies in the past that were not debt-free, and sadly, one me day their doors would close and, and it would be over. But, but this company being debt-free, I knew that was an important thing to look you for. You bet. So, and then being so supportive um, of women, that concept as well. Oh, yes. Um, they provide a lot of uh, funding to uh, abuse women, correct? And women's shelters and whatnot. I love that about it. And I, and I keep that in mind when I need something, something other than my flaunty lipstick that I buy from you. And I have so many, you know, one in the locker, one in the purse, yes. one, one in the drawer, one in the bathroom, one in the bedroom, you know, because <laughs> I love that color. And that's another, it's more of a cool color, the flaunty, but I, I yeah. do it and I love it. And I know you have a lot of other great colors. I need yeah. to branch out. <laughs> And um, I, I love you opening the door about Supriya is the charitable organization. And it's important to know that that's the reason that Unique was formed. It wasn't the fact that the owners needed money. So mm -hmm. they built a company and to make themselves wealthy, the yeah. owners were already wealthy, but okay. they had vision to support and help in the healing process of adult female women, adult females who were survivors of childhood sexual abuse. Oh my gosh. Their vision was to create a retreat nestled in the mountainside where women could go for a four day retreat, receive professional therapies and counseling and support in small group situation. The other women there are survivors professionals are working with them to give them resources and hope we're in them we're in the spring season and um, that's a season of hope and that's what these women can have at no expense to them I love that's it my unique the products were were created to support that vision and that in fact I'm very proud of I've been there since the very beginning of when that was announced I love and it vision came true and 
um, I very much want to thank you because every order you've placed, you've rounded up at the end of your order, not just to the next dollar, but you've added in addition to that on all the orders that you've placed. And Melody and anyone else who has ever supported any unique presenter, you have done the same. You are the one who have made that happen and supported that. And that means so very much. And I will do more because uh, anytime I need something, I first I go to your site <laughs> and see if you have it. And sometimes you might, but you might have it in a, on another explanation or another name. And that that's good about your site because you do explain things a little more. And I think that's very important because sometimes women are allergic to things like I am allergic to cologne and, you know, certain things. And so I have to really look at the ingredients. So yeah. keep, up, keep, up, keep up with that. But tell us about, I'm so happy to know that. And when someone's deciding to buy makeup, buy unique. So you can help these women, help and empower and restore their dignity and their love for self. Please buy unique. Yeah. And Sheila, give them your website and your email in case time gets away from us. Okay. Yes, I am happy to do that. I want people to know how to get in touch with you. I'll, I'll say first, the, it used to be known as U, the Unique Foundation. It recently had the name changed to Sapria, S-A-P-R-E-A dot org. Sapria dot org is the charitable organization we referred to. Uh, my website, they can go to glow-strong.com. G-L-O-W hyphen strong.com and we'll talk a little bit more about why I chose that name for my website uh, my Facebook name Sheila O'Connor Rickle uh, Instagram Sheila.Rickle uh, I have a Facebook business page Sheila Rickle Beauty Ripple <laughs> Sheila Beauty Rick Sheila Rickle Beauty Ripple <laughs> that i like to play on words it's, it's ripple, a tongue ripple. twister ripple ripple but i, I love it ladies remember it and i just well, at least they that. know how to get a hold of you now okay yes. well let's there talk about go. what's going on with spring and okay summer let's makeup colors it. what Absolutely. and we know you can tweak them for your skin tone but tell us what you're showing as the hot must go to for spring summer well, here we go. Let's talk lips. You referred to your flaunty uh, lipstick that's such a gorgeous pink, but oh, the masks are coming off. So that's the big current thing. The masks are coming off. Let's talk lips. And lip gloss in particular is a word that's coming up with the trending. Um, we can still line our lips. That's fine because some of us need to wear that lip liner. Um, and they're talking about wearing a darker lip liner than the actual lipstick. S for some people, that's fine. And they can do that and be a, maybe a little bit more edgy or on trend. Personally, I like to wear a lip liner now. So the lip gloss or whatever I'm wearing doesn't, doesn't run, if you know what I mean. Yes. Um, but the lip glosses are so pretty. And even if you're gonna wear a red, we have a gorgeous lip gloss, even in a red tone. And of course, 
we always offer a, the warmer tones and the cooler tones and the nudes now. Nudes have been in. And so we can't go without having the nudes. So, so those are great for, uh, for lips. On skin, the trend is uh, going to kind of a satin finish. Okay. Again, it, dep it depends on your skin type because you want to serve your skin type always. And I'll just preface that by saying our makeup can only look as good as the condition that our skin is in. So you want your skin to be good. And if anyone would like to chat about a customized skincare line, customized to your skin needs, I can do that too. But that's where your makeup always starts, is your skin in its best condition. So, so whereas maybe we've been showing in years past, uh, you know, a very dewy finish, um, now let's, let's soften that a little bit, make it a more of a satin finish, a little bit more matte. You can do that by using a BB cream, which is my personal favorite go-to, but then maybe just dust it lightly with a little translucent setting powder. And then that can give that kind of a finish on, on your makeup. So that, that's a little word about foundation. I have my BB cream. Yeah. <laughs> I dug BB it out. Cream. I dug it out. I have it. Yes. And you like to wear that as kind of your starter, sort of your yeah. kind of yeah. base. So, yeah. And that's good because it's a sheer finish. It's just a very sheer coverage. And kind of gives so that even more. tone everywhere. That evens yep. out your tone and everything without putting on the green and the pink or whatever the different things are that you put on. Some people put yes. green mm -hmm. on before they put their makeup. Uh, so what are some of the hues in uh, lipsticks fashion-wise? Are there certain hues that are more important than others like brights or mid-tones or pale. I mean, I personally am a person that doesn't like nude on everybody. I like nude only on dark skin and on very young girls. Otherwise, I think it makes everyone look dead. They look dead. And I hate 50-year-olds with nude lipstick. I don't like Laura Ingram. I don't like anybody on, on the BBC or anyone on NBC, ABC, Fox, any of them with nude lipstick. I don't care. Unless you're 20, it, to me, makes you look dead. Well, they've gone from nude being such a strong statement, and I I agree with you completely, by the way, um, that now, now bringing in, even if it's just a sheer pink, um, especially for spring and coming into summer, a sheer pink is always great. Um, but again, it always goes back to your personality, your level of confidence, if you want to wear, I mean, again, your, your viewers can't see it, but here's a gorgeous spring pink in just a lip butter. So we're thinking of a, um, uh, a, a lip butter as being nourishing to your lips because we're showing them now. So let's, uh, let's, let's nourish them and have them look, look pretty. Good idea, butter. lip butter. Yeah. Just color butter. with a nourishment. That is awesome. I'm and that's, actually, that's that. actually another trend that we're going to be seeing too, Melody, is multi-use uh, products. Oh, I so love that. For instance, we are now combining our foundations with skincare. So our foundations will also be nourishing to your skin. And one of my very favorite things is something that's now coming more into trend, and that's the multi-use of products. You can yeah. have 
um, a palette of four different colors that they may be labeled as eyeshadows, but if you have a pink or burgundy tone, guess what? When you're traveling, if you have blush. just that palette, use it for your blush. Might even be able to pull off using dabbing on your skin with some with some gloss. Absolutely. You might use eyebrows. Eyebrows, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe even liner. I've a lot of people yep. use eyeshadow instead of liner and they can travel with one little case. Exactly. What about, I know you said exfoliating is one of your most important things to get your skin ready. I know we're talking about foundation. We'll get back to the rest, okay. but I just want to remind people because once you told me that a few weeks ago, I've mm -hmm. made sure that when I wash with my soap and then I use my uh, astringent, uh, what other way do you exfoliate? My recommendation is, first of all, to find an exfoliator. Of course, I have a great one, but if you're, if you're not going to use that, keep in mind when you're looking for an exfoliator that it is not harsh and it doesn't have the sharp edges. It's not a ground up pit of something. No, more something more like um, a sea salt in a finer grain is fine and have it, what it's set in is important as well. For instance, if it's set into a shea butter type of formula, as opposed to something that's gonna strip your skin, dry it out, uh, leave it feeling tight and pulled, you don't want that even with your exfoliator. Okay. And you want to exfoliate very gently, just the oh, small okay. gentle circle. So if you okay. keep things in mind, the quality of the product and how you exfoliate, uh, in my opinion, and what I found for myself and others is that it's okay to go ahead and exfoliate then two or three times a week. Okay. And the reason for that is the ideal is to exfoliate gently at night. And then of course, put on your, your uh, quality moisturizer before you go to bed. The reason is, that's the time when we're sleeping, when our skin cells are rejuvenating, renewing, and they're trying to come up to the surface. So if we have exfoliated, we're allowing those fresh, young, youthful cells to come up to the surface. And you're really doing yourself a favor in terms of the glow that, uh, that you allow your own good, healthy skin to have by exfoliating in that manner. Wow, I've now got four products I have to buy. Your exfoliator, your yes. butter lipstick, your foundation, your new satin foundation, and yes. your moisturizer. Because I finally am running out of what I had for my base because I am a person that, John's not here, so I can say it really loud. I overbuy my things so that I'll have plenty on hand. <laughs> and if I travel and leave it in the bathroom or leave it at my mother's, I want moisturizer at home. I want day moisturizer with sunscreen. I want my foundation, the exact color, wherever I am and wherever I'm going. Yes. And ditto with the exfoliator. I haven't been traveling with exfoliator, so I now I guess I need to do that. Yeah, and do you have... A moisturizer that is good for day and night, or do you have a night and a day? 
Um, I have two moisturizers and I'm okay. glad you asked me that. We do have a day and a night moisturizer. And of course the night one is, is more emollient. And again, that goes back to what I just said about moisturizing really well at night and the reason for that. Okay. Now, and the other thing to know about uh, the moisturizers that I carry is that Melody, they're customizable to what your skin needs. Okay. Purchase the base moisturizer and included in that is three boosters. So the base comes in a, in a little jar with a cap that comes off. And then you also receive in your package three tubes that are from, from a variety of options. You choose three that your skin needs. So it could be hydrating. It could be if your skin is oily, then you're going to have one that's good for oily skin or reducing your pores or reducing oh. puffiness. Um, is that all the same thing? Reducing Re the pores part of the too much oil or is it a separate one? Reducing your pores. Uh, reducing the pores would be, um, yeah, that would be separate for sure. Okay. That would okay. be separate. So. Um, but they're all on the website when you, okay. you get four core products and they are the cleanser, a serum, a day and a night moisturizer. So just those four core products. But if you, any one of those that you would choose, then you get a choice of the booster, three boosters that you can put within your product. Okay. And that customizes it up to over 40,000 different options. Oh my gosh. That's how you're customizing your skincare regimen. So it's okay. ideal. Okay. We only have about 10 minutes left. So I want to go back to color because okay. I'm sure they're going to want to know about color, like depending on your skin tone, but uh, are there any eyeshadows or blushes or other lipstick besides the sheer pink and the nudes? and my flaunty <laughs> and your lip butters that you want to mention about lipstick and then go into also eyeshadow and uh, eyeliner and blush blush okay um what i'm hearing about blush is that don't be afraid of it <laughs> and this is goes against i mean i'm being honest goes against a little bit of what how i've always coached women with blush yes uh, i'll say you know blush is just a blush don't overdo it yes however the trend is simply to um loosen that up just a little bit it's mm -hmm. okay to look for that pop of color on your cheek now do you do it right on the bone or do you do it underneath the bone because I've um, heard both ways. For the blush, yeah, you, I, I do too. I do the bone. However, what you want to avoid is we don't want to look like Santa Claus. Right. We, we talk about the apples of our cheeks. However, and then when I say pop of color, I don't mean uh, the Santa Claus rosy cheek. No, I don't no, no. mean that. You want to bring it up and back gently to your hairline. Yes. Um, with that. Now, if you're going to contour, that would go below the blusher. Right. But so, um, but if you already have a bony face, you don't want to do that, right? Exactly. Exactly. Don't need to do that if you already have the bony face. Um, for myself, however, I like to do a little bit of contouring. <laughs> so it's good. It's good. Yeah. And of course, okay. in blush or bronzer, they're going to be warm tones and cool tones. And 
that's how I like to advise ladies. We can, I can give a little um, shade matching quiz and assist them with finding their proper tone. And then it'll just follow suit with your other color products in terms oh, of what you use in the lipsticks and even the bronzer too. So, okay. Wonderful. What right. about, do you think, um, because you know so much about the makeup and color me beautiful and everything else, when you find somebody that say, um, say a neutral mm -hmm. that can kind of go either way, uh, what do you, you just look at their, what's the most important feature for you to determine? Is it you do the foundation first and then you select the lipstick or mm -hmm. the blush and then the lipstick. Is that the way, kind of the yes. way it goes? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Cause if I think the foundation is yeah. probably the most important, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. That's the way we do it. Get that right. And then if they, I just know that I didn't understand what was that my skin tone didn't go with my hair, you know? And I asked him, I said, well, what happens with these ladies that go gray? Then all of a sudden they've had yellow skin. He goes, well, you will notice that as people, as women age, this keratin and melatonin and hemoglobin or whatever in the skin starts to change and they don't have as much of the same undertone as they used to. So you, you adjust Absolutely. your foundation. And I'm I just so know- I'm so glad you brought that up. It can change. That's something I didn't know about. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, very much so. I've seen it change for myself. Four years ago, I stopped dyeing and let my natural uh, hair color come out. And I absolutely have seen a change in the colors that I can wear. And what I like about that is it just has added to the color fun. Yes. I, I now am able to wear shades of pink that I never thought I would wear before. And, and now I can because I got rid of the, um, some of those warmer tones because it's white now. I always wore gold jewelry, but now I'm having very much fun wearing gold and silver jewelry. That's right. I wore warmer tone foundations, but now I wear a neutral foundation as well. And I can wear, um, I can wear whites when I didn't wear them before because of the way it coordinates with my hair. Yes. So ladies, don't be worried, ladies. If, you're, if you've grown your hair out and you're seeing some of these changes, it's okay. It's okay. Yes. Just continue to play um, a little bit more with your clothing and with your colors. Yep. If you need to change your shades, that's okay. Go ahead and change it, but just look at it as broadening the fun that you get to have. That's More right. Color. It's a that's positive thing. You get to go shopping. Think of that. <laughs> of course, that would be me. But, you know, I do love that. And I think that as... As we get older and we learn more about skin and skin tone and what's good for your skin, we protect our skin more and we're not in the sun the way we used to be. I remember myself, it, I used to lay out in the sun. And now, of course, I'm wearing hats, covering up, wearing 
Uh, and so my, my skin doesn't get as exposed, but of course I live in Arizona, so I'm going to get some sun whether I want to or not, but I've always got the moisturizer with the SPF. I, you know, always have body lotion that has SPF in it. And, and I try to, you know, be a little more careful because I have so many sunspots in my skin already. And, I always have had some freckles, but it's beyond freckles. It is sunspots on my face and on my neck. And you know what I mean? It just don't like all that. And I have to be careful. And I think young people should be very careful from the get-go. Very much well, so. We've only got two minutes left. Is there anything you want to sign off with, um, Sheila, that you want them to take? Not to just remember you can do a consult with Sheila and she can customize everything for you. So yes. don't forget to do that on her site. Very much so. And again, the site name glow hyphen strong. The reason I chose that updated that is because as I mentioned, the uh, beauty from the inside out um, line of products that we are developing now and we're starting off with liquid collagen. Oh. And I'm so allergy to fish. Um, it is a high quality marine collagen. I have a Facebook group that will tell them all about it. I would love to connect with them and give more information. If you're going to take a collagen, have it be, have it be a premium collagen, a liquid collagen, and have it be powerful and yet taste good. And I can show lots of results pictures that we're getting already from people who have been just taking it only 30, 60, 90 days. So thank you. Love I love it talk with them about that. Yes. I think that sounds fantastic. And it is oral. Yes. So if, um, remember that. Well, I just want to thank you so much, Sheila O'Connor Rickle of the Sheila Rickle Sheila Ripple website, Facebook site. Beauty Ripple. Oh, okay. I messed it up already. Yeah, and, that's okay. And remember her uh, website and get all of your particulars from her. She's the expert and she's a super smart lady. And I remember when Heartspells called me and asked me about Sheila, I said, you're never going to find a prettier or smarter girl. And I said, and I remember Bob Hink, he goes, well, that's a great combination. I go, yeah, but she's really, really smart. So she'll be very good. So I gave you a good recommended for, so my, re for my replacement. Okay, darling. Thank you so much, Sheila. And we're going to have you on again. We'll have you on another time and learn up even more than we did this time. Thank you so much for being here today. You're welcome. And uh, I send you the best. You too. Love you. Love you too. <laughs>